Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. We're an audio podcast based in Glasgow where we talk everything that is yarny, nitty and fabulous and sometimes we do tend to get a little bit tipsy along the way. Whether you are a new or returning listener, we are delighted to have you here with us and let's get on with the show. So I guess, hello. Hi. As I wave my hands in front of my webcam. It's episode 40 and, well, this is not what we expected episode 40 to be. Oh, tipsy nits are in social isolation? Physical isolation Tipsy isolation? <laughs> Quarantine, isolation, lockdown. Quarantipsy. Whatever you guys want to call it. So, yeah, Sia and I are currently recording via Zoom. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not allowed to let anyone near you at the moment. So, sound might be weird. Things might be weird. But, uh, I'm sure we'll muddle through. Yep, as a heads up, probably gonna swear. Yep. If ever there was a time to swear. <laughs> I think this will probably be it, to be honest. Yeah, basically. But... This- uh- if, however, you know, you are distancing, isolating, quarantining with impressionable people whose vocabulary you do not wish to enhance with uh, more colourful language, consider this your heads up. Equally, if you want to turn us the hell off, that also works. Mm-hmm. At which point, you know, hello, happy quarantine, hope you're good, bye. Yep, stay safe. Yep, that's this you, is... if you're sticking with us. Thanks. Thanks, and you're fucking welcome. (laughs) (laughs) This was not what we expected our Welcome to 2020 episode to be. Back in December, you'll remember that um, I came on in the last bit of the episode to basically say, we had planned to record a thing here. We had recorded some of it, got interrupted by the baboot, and then we didn't have time to get back together to record it. We were going to do a big thing about like size inclusivity, but then life stuff happened. Life happened and that conversation's kind of died down a bit, but hopefully it's still ongoing. Yeah, but we didn't think that it was perhaps appropriate for this episode. I had a big thing written out. It was like, yeah, January. And then life happened and we didn't get to record in January. And then we didn't well, get to record in February. you say life happened. More accurately, death happened. Yeah. <laughs> True. It's, it's been a year. It's been a year, Tipsiness. It's been a year, and it's yeah. only the end of March. I know, right? So, like, remember when we all were like, "Twenty sixteen is the worst year ever," and then twenty twenty like crashed through the wall, like the Kool Aid guy, and was like, "Hold my beer." Yeah, I do not know which of you jackasses lost the receipt <laughs> or trashed the warranty on this year, but whoever you are, just just admit it. I'm not just, I'm not angry, I'm just really disappointed in you. It's like you someone know? found a monkey's paw and said, I really wish I had more time to knit. And the finger just curled in. You know? Listen to that, or someone out there has run over a shit ton of black cats, at which point, mate, the karma coming for you. <laughs> Why do the rest of us have to suffer under it? <laughs> and this is where it becomes very clear that both of our ways of dealing with things like this is through terrible humour. Inappropriate humour and lots of 
yeah i saw a great meme and it was like two people like obviously having a really emotional like look at each other and then there's someone in the background just like coming through with a big grin and it just said Mm -hmm. people's problems and then like above the person with the grin it was like me about to make really inappropriate jokes and i was like oh my god this meme is my life well speaking of inappropriate jokes do you want to know what my coping mechanism this morning was what necromancy jokes yep sounds good oh pip what's the difference between a necromancer and a necrophiliac i don't know a bunch of flowers or rather one raises the dead or the other is raised by the dead (laughs) what are a necromancer's magic words tell me abracadabra Why do necromancers make such good friends? Because they're great at raising people's spirits. <laughs> I was I was thinking the punchline was going to be something along the lines of because they make them themselves or something. But yeah, yeah there are a couple good. ones where they have that. I like that. Oh, necromancers! They only want you for your body. <laughs> Yeah, I really hope it doesn't get those out of this podcast. I hope you enjoy those. (laughs) I feel like some absolute silliness, though, is kind of what the world needs, you know? And we are more than happy to provide. Yes. And also, it's much easier now for me to record and make these kind of jokes because Sam is asthmatic mm-hmm. so he's in he's in essentially self-isolation for tw- 12 weeks which means he can't go to work which means he can look after the baby while I record in a different room. Hey. Oh yeah. Yeah, so drinks. Yeah, we should actually do the you know general routine of the podcast rather than a really long-winded intro which is probably like 10 minutes long already. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh so what are you drinking sia okay i am not drinking alcohol mm-hmm. but i'm gonna preface this with i'm not pregnant <laughs> i do not have the coronavirus <laughs> okay these these two very important things that we need to remember here not pregnant not virus not anything else um i'm drinking a make me better mug and it's a recipe from jack monroe aka cooking on a book cooking on a bootstrap mm-hmm. find them on Twitter and that's the like tag for the blog and uh, it is basically a cup of hot water lemon not tarragon what the hell's the other called? what's it called turmeric mm-hmm. never mix up tarragon and turmeric that's bad. <laughs> um, and ginger and I just felt really run down mm-hmm. you know like I'm mentally exhausted I went to have some of the um, blueberry whiskey that I was going to drink, and I just went, nah. nah. Like, it's really nice. Like, we tried this blueberry whiskey um, when we were in Canada, and if you remember a couple of episodes ago, it was um, the Sortilege maple whiskey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that, but with blueberry, and it's delicious normally, but today I was just mm. like, nope. This is too deliciously syrupy and blueberry-ish. Yeah. So I'm having a hot warm mug of lemon and honey. Nice. And it's nice. What are you drinking, Pip? Are you actually on the booze? So I'm drinking, I'm drinking some Tip Tree English strawberry gin liqueur. And what's funny about this is that Sam bought this for me in 2018 on November Aww. the 10th. And I know that 
Well, he bought it for my Christmas stocking the day before I found out I was pregnant. Ah, which meant I couldn't drink it. <laughs> and he got me like it was a set of minis, and it's yeah. tip, tip Tree Fruit and Heyman's Gin. Okay. So I haven't had an excuse to open it, but you know what? Quarantine, might mm-hmm. as well. Smells really strong. So let's see. Wait before before you drink it. Mm-hmm. Can I just say? Obviously, we're doing this on Zoom. And I can see Pip sat there holding just the mini. There is no glass. Nope. Nope. I love you. Never change. <laughs> girl. Do you know what? Do you know what quarantine really doesn't need? More washing up. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it back, girl. Well, that's nice. Okay. That's nice. It's like very sweet, but like mm-hmm. it's tasty. I'm gonna have some more. Good call. It's not like, like it's 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 quite a subtle strawberry flavor, like mm-hmm. but really nice. But like it kind of tastes like someone has diluted jam into gin, which I guess they kind of have, but like in a really oh, nice awesome. way. But I think, okay. I think actually mm-hmm. that would be really nice mixed with lemonade. Ooh, okay. Um, it's definitely warming. I can feel it in my chest. Yeah. Um, but that's actually really nice. I have a few okay. other ones. I have like one that's raspberry. There's one that's mm-hmm. rhubarb, and some other stuff. But I really like that. That's nice. The gin is nice. The strawberry is nice. It's nicer than a lot of the gin liqueurs that I try. <laughs> I was at a, a wedding fair with a friend that Heather. Oh yeah. Heather. Everyone knows Heather. Um who I am being a bridesmaid for and the amount of gin <laughs> gin samples that we got given this is a, this is nicer than a lot of them yeah I really like that good so what are the flavours are in the set so rhubarb raspberry damson ooh strawberry and something else that I can't remember okay oh well we're all that's... in the office and I'm in the bedroom <laughs> Well, that's more for other episodes. Yep. I mean, or just, there's you know, five, so that's like half a year's worth of episodes. Alternatively, that'll get you through five hours of quarantine. <laughs> it's a fairly large mini. Like, it's it's five, uh, it's 50 mils. Five that's not standard. Liters. So that is, well, that's that's essentially two measures, I think. Yeah, so five hours. Yeah, so <laughs> no, see the boyo is mm-hmm. is is going is imminently crawling. He's not quite there, but he will be soon. So I need to make sure I am on the top of my game to make sure he doesn't get into anywhere he shouldn't be getting into. <laughs> you mean the answer? Yeah, well we haven't baby proofed the flat because he's not been interested in moving <laughs> an inch. And of course, literally the day Sam comes home after being told to self-isolate for twelve weeks, he decides mm-hmm. he's going to start like rolling around everywhere. And now he's sticking his bum up in the air and trying to scoot himself forward. Except all <laughs> he's managing to do is scoot himself backwards. Like I'm like, you really have to do this when we can't go and get baby-proofing stuff. But at least hey. Sam is here, so I have help. Exactly. So yeah, because he's eight and a half months now. Oof, time has occurred. Yep, yep. Anyway, it's a usual business. It's been 
four months since we recorded. Oops. Nigh on. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, we have so much. What have you got on the needles? Yeah. On the needles, I have a veil shawl, which is a pattern by Lisa Much, so northbound knitting. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a crescent shawl, lots of guard stitch. And I'm doing it in assorted neutral coloured yarns that I have in my stash. They're very, very rare beasts. There's some North Ronaldsy in there, there's some Gotland in there, there's some Shetland in there. Can't remember the brands. I could open up my Ravelry page. Bothered. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started it like as a present for my mum a couple of months mm. ago, but I also got kind of bored of it. Yeah. It's one of those crescent shawls where like the increases accelerate at a bonkers rate, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of too big for the like two meter long cable I've got it on. Mm-hmm. I'm only into like the second or third section, and there's like six or something like that. Yeah, so I kind of fell out of love with it. So that's it's on my needles. It's just not getting knit on. Mm-hmm. And then I've got some snowshoe socks by Emily Foden mm-hmm. from the Knits About Winter book, and it is um, basically four ply yarn held double, and it's a pair of like rib socks, really cozy. Mm-hmm. I've already made a pair, and this pair I'm doing in some chromatic yarns, and it is really nice. It's knitting up beautifully. It's actually one of the skeins that I bought when we were at Edinburgh Yarn Fest last year. Awesome! When um, Hannah did the update, and I was sat on my phone twiddling about when we were in one of the, like, <laughs> when we were, like, sitting down, just chilling out, and I was like, you know what, I need to buy more yarn. Let's buy it from the internet rather than from the festival I'm at. It's <laughs> <laughs> logic. <laughs> I have it in spades. Yep. So yeah, that, that's what I've got on the needles, but I'm currently in the market for a new project. Okay. And we all How know you what pre- choosing a new project is like with you, Sia. Oh god, do not blame me even. <laughs> it's like a three-day process. I love you. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, what have you got on the needles? What have fever has set in I love you don't leave me (laughs) (laughs) Um, an emotional roller coaster (laughs) I have three projects on the needles two of which are knitting projects and one of which is a sewing project Um, whoa 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 whoa, whoa. we are tipsy knits not tipsy sews I know I'm sorry I'm I'm cheating on knitting just because it's on the needles doesn't mean you have to take it literally I mean what are you going to do next well let me see what have I got on my syringe today (laughs) uh so first of all is i'm doing the peppermint purple free stitch along um Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen it you can sign up by joining the facebook group which has something like twelve thousand members on it now she started it so she sent out she'd she'd said at like on new year's eve basically i'm gonna do a free stitch along Mm -hmm. for she does black work patterns which is like this beautiful patterned like embroidery and um she was like okay i'm gonna do one it's a clue every single week like on a wednesday morning it's only 15 20 minutes worth of stitching every week and it's um to kind of give people something to do especially like beginner black workers and stuff Mm -hmm. 
And she put out this email like two or three days before New Year's. And she was expecting about 150 signups. Mm-hmm. And then she got so many signups that she couldn't do it by email. So she set up a Facebook group. So it's the Peppermint Purple free stitch along. And it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's something to look forward to on a Wednesday when when you have no routine and you're not going out anywhere and you're not doing things on a regular basis at a regular mm-hmm. time. Having something on a set day every week at a set time to look forward to is massively comforting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing that every week. We mm-hmm. have just finished week 13. So it's really, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, knitting wise, I have an Ama sweater on the needles. Um, again, uh, Ama sweater by Maddie Harvey. Everyone loves Maddie. Everyone loves Ama sweater. It's such a good. Oh, we love you, Maddie. Um, and it is for my mother-in-law. So Sam's mum saw mine. This must have been about this time last mm-hmm. year, and she was like, "Oh my god, I really like it. I want one." So I'm knitting her one. She bought. She chose the yarn. I think it's West Yorkshire Spinners Illustrious DK. Ooh. Um, and she wants it for walking because my in-laws are both avid walkers. Um, they ran Duke of Edinburgh for ages and now they're both retired. So once lockdown is over, they can do a lot more walking. And um, she has jumpers are fab for walking because they're good for layering. So yeah, working on that. I've done the yoke. I've just started the body. Like I've just separated the sleeves and stuff. But you know when you get to that point in a sweater where you're just like, eh. I don't want to knit round and round forever. So I'm kind of interspersing other projects with it. Yeah. And I also have a brioche kitty hat on the needles, um, which was by Susanna Somers, um, aka Sosu Knits. And it's a free pattern. I've seen a few people with them. Kirsty of Grenade Creations made one. And I've just wanted to make one for ages. But mm. I really like the look of them when you carry the strand of mohair which is in the pattern it's designed to be carried with a strand of mohair yeah and i hate mohair i'm sorry <laughs> it it breaks me out like it it, it it really doesn't agree with my skin at all i cannot wear it i can't knit with it. it's awful so gamer crafting has a base which is surrey alpaca and it basically oh, does the sorry, same alpaca. thing it does the same thing. It's super fluffy. The base is called Monster Floof. And yeah, like it's the floofiest yarn of all time. So I'm holding that along with some uh, Gamer Crafting sock in the same colorway. And it's the Operation Social Justice Banshee colorway, which is like bright green. And, and it looks amazing. Yeah. And it's so fluffy and soft and I love it so much. So yeah, that's what I have on the needles at the moment. What have you cast off, Sierra? Cast off. Well, how long have you thought? <laughs> Let me think. So I've done two pairs of the Pebbles and Pathways cult, uh, socks by Mars of Hay Brownberry. Mm-hmm. And that's in the Chromatic Yarns Nitical Roll colorway from December. Knit mm-hmm. one pair for my mum, decided I really flip and liked them. So knit pair for myself using the other half of the skin. Simple. Yeah. And what else have I done? I did some snowshoe socks. Mm-hmm. I guess I mentioned snowshoe socks. And that was using the Trickfoot colorway from Twisted Squirrel Yarn, mm-hmm. who does some really cute critical role colorways. Awesome. 
bases are so nice. I got some Aaron as well from her. Um, I got a fair bit of yarn from her for Christmas. And she does this amazing squishy, squishy, squishy merino Aaron base. Mm-hmm. So I use that to make a take heart hat. Mm-hmm. And that was, trying to think, that was February. I did that basically on the plane to Canada. It was really nice just, like, I've made the pattern before, but it was nice to just have something to chill out with that I've done before. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, what else have I knit? I have just cast off a Cosmic Wonder Shawl by Jen Emerson, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I've literally so got pretty. it right now. And that's, again, using more chromatic yarns yarns from the Nitical Roll Club. Mm-hmm. But it's used them because they've been languishing in my stash forever, waiting for that special project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really hoping it blocks out okay, because at the moment it's got a stupid lump at the top that shawl, the Crescent Shawls get. Mm-hmm. And it's stressing me out, and I've not even like blocked it or worn it yet. So It'll be fine. It blocks out. Uh, what else? I cast off a sweater. Yeah. I did a soiree sweater using some mull yarn that I got in Canada, this time when I was there at Christmas. And it's the Espace Trico Grace Base, which mm-hmm. is Reno cashmere and silk. Mm-hmm. And I held that with some mohair from Countess Blaze. So good. And it is cozy and amazing, and I love it. So unlike Pip, I can wear mohair, but I do prefer cereal packer, I'll be honest with you. It's just got a really nice floof to it. Yeah. Like I used it in that Lavanya Patricella shawl that I did before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Love it. If I cast anything else off, I feel like you'd know more than I would. Um, I think you've covered most of it. I think that's probably all of it. Yeah. I don't think I did anything else. How about you, Pip? Well, I realised it's been like, yeah, like I said, like four months since four we months. recorded. Because the last time we actually recorded was like the end of November. November, yeah. So I've actually done quite a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of going to go in order so the secret project i was talking about mm-hmm. last episode we, <laughs> we were we were planning to talk about this before it went off the shelves um but i designed a cowl that was in episode 100 and episode there was an issue, issue 113 of knit now magazine and it's the golden rays cowl you can still order it online so it's not on the shelves anymore not that anywhere's open it's not on the shelves anymore but you can order it online and it's a pretty like intricate color work cowl but once you get into the swing of it it's not that difficult like it looks really intricate but actually once mm-hmm. you're in the swing of it it's not that hard it's quite easy to memorize the repeats and yeah it was very exciting like and yeah and we're all really proud of you like that is amazing achievement thank you it was just, it's so flipping cool i was so so nervous announcing it like i was so nervous but like everyone seemed to really like it so it was very exciting yay um, and yeah it was really cool and I got a design more. Yeah. yeah. Well, the next thing after casting it off, the next thing I did was um design two more things with the motif, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. talk really about them. So what I'll do is 
when I get the rights back to release Golden Rays on my from myself, it will be coming out as part of a bundle later on down the line. Ooh. So that'll probably be in like the autumn. I'll get, I'll get the rights back in summer, but I'll probably like kind of release it all in autumn. Um, yeah, when it starts to get cooler again. Then I finished a sewing project, a cross stitch project, which is a quote. Um, from I think it's from my favorite murder. I'm not sure, but I saw it and I knew I needed to have it. Yeah. Um, by a designer called Fandom Cross Stitchery, and it's the quote is, "You don't have to be perfect, just fucking do things." Love it. Which I kind of have adopted slightly into my mantra because, you know, there's a lot of anxiety and paralysis about certain things. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna. I don't have to be perfect. I'm just gonna do things. You know, uh, I finally cast off my match and move. Yay! So uh, Mar- Martina Bem, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Martina Bem. And it's in Queen of Pearls, Ballista. And finally, I finally cast it off. I cast that on in May last year and I finished it in like January, I think. Because I cast it on and then I got bored of it and I started my U Rock and then I had a baby. And I didn't knit for ages. And then when I started knitting again, I wanted to knit interesting things. And then I had a deadline that I had to knit for. So, you know, it kind of was on the back burner. But I picked it up again on like Christmas Eve when we were at Sam's family's for Christmas. And um, that was it. Like I just, it flew off the needles after that. I finished another design that I have released, which is the Operation Social Justice Knitty Paladin Hat which I knit oh, yes. in JNS Jumperweight. Um, mm-hmm. Operation Social Justice was this awesome thing set up by Angie of Gamer Crafting, which we'll talk about a little bit later when I talk yes. about yarn. Um, but for the whole month of March, and honestly by the time I have edited this, it might not be March anymore to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it might be April at which point. Yeah, it's currently the 26th of March, but for the whole month mm-hmm. of March... of the sales of my Operation Social Justice Nitty Paladin hat goes to Mermaid's Gender, which is a charity here in the UK which helps like transgender youth. And it's like got a a flame and heart motif on it um, with a big star on the crown. Um, And that was because I designed it and knit it in like two days. And it was. Oh, the turnaround on that hat was crazy. Um, and then the other thing I've passed off was an Alaska hat, which I have wanted to knit one of these for forever. I just couldn't really find the yarns. So I ended up knitting it in some easy knits that I got at Christmas, which was like the black yarn and then some Pixel Atlantis yarn that I got in December um, in the vintage Christmas lights colorway. So it looks like it looks like the Aurora. It's so pretty. It's one of those weird patterns because it's so bitty. Like the color work looked wrong for ages and it's like, oh no, this isn't working, this isn't working. And then suddenly you kind of get to the uh, end of the chart and you're like, oh wow, I can see it now, you know. Um, and the Alaska hat is by Camille Descoteau Designs. The only thing I would say about it is the ribbing on that hat took me forever. Forever. Because you have to knit like 3.75 inches of ribbing on <laughs> three millimeter needles. And I was like, oh, and I finally got to the end of it. And then I put the hat on when I finished it. 
and the ribbing is long enough that it's a bit too long mm. for me. So for it to sit right, the ribbing ends up covering part of the colour work. So I'm like, if I'd actually only done two and a half, three inches of colour work, of, of ribbing, it would have looked better. But, you know, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what I have cast off or finished. Awesome. And I suppose we should then spam our lovely listeners if they're still here after all of our ramblings thus far. Yes. Well, I um, have been keeping up with it. I've basically been thinking for the last four months, we've been over, oh, we'll record next week for like the last four months every week. Yeah. We'll record next week. So I've been, keep, I've been keeping track of mine and I looked back at it and I was like, oh my God. But. <laughs> just had operation social justice warrior mm-hmm. and we've had christmas mm-hmm. you had your birthday before christmas i've just had mine yeah so do you, you want know, to talk about like, what you got sia uh sure well operation social justice wise do you want to talk about that a bit more generally just because we both bought from it as well yeah so the tldr too long didn't read version is uh, Angie of Gamer Crafting is an absolute badass mm-hmm. and sets up this amazing massive collaboration mm-hmm. and kind of worked a little bit like Tits Out Collective I guess is probably the best way of explaining it yeah so basically like there were these people being nasty in the knitting community it's been going on for a while yeah. but oh, it kind God. of it kind of ramped up again and so Angie had the idea that what she was going to do is like release um like yarns with yeah with colorway names like it gets better and trans rights for human rights and stuff and then um Lilith Lilith, suggested yeah was like oh why don't you like open this up and we can all get involved and do it um so Angie was like cool and basically organized it like a split second and she had like 175 people involved that was amazing yeah you know Dyers, designers, makers. Yeah. So like 20% of the proceeds go towards whoever like whoever was making the thing a chosen charity of their choice. So mm-hmm. I got involved and I did my nitty paladin hat. And but I also raffled off some stitch markers. So I raised money with my stitch markers, I raised money for Stonewall and Show Races and the Red Card and like Loads of people did yarn, people did patterns, people did notions. Like, it was class. It was really cool. And again, so many different charities that, you know, well-deserving, got a bit more money thrown towards them, which I think, especially given the whole corona things, never a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and obviously, definitely. you know, there are more charities and things that people are now more aware of. Yep, yep. Uh, the whole thing was just pretty awesome and like Angie did a live stream when it launched Mm. um, because it was mostly all done through Instagram and she didn't want to make a list on the website because lists have been weaponized against people before so basically she was like so what she did instead was she did a live stream when it went when it all launched and she went through the Instagram tag and so it's all on like YouTube if you want to like which is like watch what was going on it was really good fun um but yeah loads of people were involved mm-hmm. so i think you you bought some yarn didn't you see 
Yeah, I did. So I got, obviously, I got your hat. Thank you. And then I got yarn from Angie. She's got this amazing, like, pure BFL four-ply base. Mm-hmm. And it's been dyed in, like, pinks and purples and blues. It's, it's, it's all the stuff I love on a skein. And it's called Fuck Cancer. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah, Fuck Cancer. <laughs> yep. So I got that. And then I did the pre-order for Hey J Yarns. Mm-hmm. Yarn, which is a sparkle base. And it's, like, pink and blue and teal and all good things there, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all I was able to get. I think. Yeah, that's all I got from that. Mm-hmm. So Dye Candy is doing a sort of like pandemic coronavirus um, pre-order for yarn at the moment as well to raise money for that. Mm-hmm. So I also really joined really in on that fun. pre-order. Nice. Yeah, she's raised so much money for it as well. Yeah. I'll, I can't, honestly, I can't wait to find out how much money was raised total for social justice. Yeah, I know. I know it's exciting. Mm. It's really exciting because I know yeah. a lot of people did really well. Like so, mm-hmm. it'll be good to see. And I mean, it's still March. So there's still time to go back and you know, mm-hmm. grab a couple more skeins of yarn, grab a few more patterns. Yeah, it'll be good. I I I, I had a budget and I did not manage to stick to that budget because <laughs> there was just so much nice yarn, guys. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, and again, like it was another opportunity to discover like makers that you've not come across before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like it was a good excuse to order from people that you'd wanted to order from. Like, mm-hmm. so who did you order from? What did you get from Operation Social Justice? I ordered some of Hannah Chromatic Yarns sock set. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered the Hey J yarn, but I got it when she still had some in pre like yeah. in stock, so it's already here. Um, mm-hmm. I ordered the yarn from Gamer Crafting, so the sock and the monster floof in the Social Justice Banshee colorway. Um, and I have a skein that um, was a pre-order from Third Vault Yarns. So um, I've been wanting to order yarn from her for ages, but I just, I've never really had an excuse. Um, yeah. I think I think she's now closed pre-orders and I think she's hopefully going to be posting soon but obviously she'll mm-hmm. need to wait to post depending on like what the rules will be about post office and things with the lockdown and stuff but she's hoping to get it all posted out soon mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about that so that's the only one that hasn't arrived yet um oh yeah what I think it rusty ferret I was like I'm oh, sure yeah. there was another one I got the rusty ferret heliopause yarn which is oh my god like the pictures don't even do it justice it's like it's like a galaxy it's so pretty it's like mainly kind of this really really rich blue um and then I don't know if you guys can hear but Sam and Sam and Mr. Moo are clearly getting very excited so if you guys can hear that I do apologize um they're playing games I think so so yeah the rusty ferret yarn was Mm -hmm. lush lush so I'm waiting for my third vault yarns to arrive and then I'll probably take a picture of all of it together even if my gamer crafting stuff is in finished object form Uh, but yeah so that was that and then I did get a lot of other yarn in the last four months and patterns and stuff me too 
shall I go or? Yeah, go for it. So pattern wise, I got the Uprising hat by Willie Wormhead, which is really pretty. I really like yeah. all of her stuff. Um, Alaska, the Camille Descoteau designs. A beautiful sweater pattern called Swallowtail by Jamie Hoffman, which is a oh, yeah. super size inclusive color work yoked sweater that's like got a beautiful big swallowtail butterfly in the middle of the yoke yeah and i cannot wait to knit it i have all the yarn mm. almost all of it i managed to get from stash um i'm very excited uh, i got the bonnie bank socks by kirsty of grenade creations that is also a pattern from operation social justice and then i managed i got a freebie it, uh, some designers have been offering like codes for discounts and things on their patterns because of the global lockdown so i got the hexagon blanket by janice hope which is like a really stunning color work really intricate blanket pattern but apart from that i've been trying not to like just get loads of free patterns because like unless i really 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 wanted them because like yeah i don't want to just like hoard patterns i guess that's fair and you know i like support designers sure and supporting stuff. designers yeah as you said like general rule of thumb listeners if you can afford to if you are in a position of privilege to please support your designers yep yep so basically like in terms of yarn mm-hmm. um this is four months worth of yarn so it's going to sound like right, quite a lot. in lab. So Christmas, I got Christmas. Yarn from Christmas. So basically what happened is for Christmas, I essentially ordered myself stuff for my stocking and then was like, Sam, here's stuff for my stocking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love it. So I got a bunch of minis from mm-hmm. the Knitting God. So I basically did uh, mini Lucky Dips. Mm-hmm. so i got some from the knitting goddess i got some of the eden cottage yarnlings which are like tiny five gram little balls are really cute um mm-hmm. and i also got some from the mermaid's purse so which is a yarn company i'd never heard of before she's had does hand dyed stuff so it was all minis and then two skeins of easy knits lucky dip that sam got me so i ended up with a skein of deeply wicked plus in noir which is what I used in my Alaska hat. And then some Dusted Dreams DK in the Peep Peep colorway, which is like a really, really vibrant neon kind of speckled yellowy orange. So that's what I got for Christmas. So after Christmas, I ordered some yarn from the lovely Rosie of Pixel Atlantis. Um, She is shutting down her shop. So I'm not sure if there's much left, but it's worth going to have a look, see if she does have anything left. It's your last chance to get some yarn from her Etsy store. Um, and her yarn is so nice. So oh, I yeah. got some minis from her. And then I got three four-ply skeins, like a green, a blue, and a purple. And when they arrived and I saw them all together, I was like, oh my god, these need to go together. So I'm looking for like a three-colour shawl her yarn is just so nice so like go and check if there's any left Mm -hmm. because you won't be able to get it after this then i ordered a skein from lossy and the squid which was just a pure white skein of sock yarn 
because that was the only bit that I didn't have for the swallowtail sweater mm-hmm. that I want to cast on. And it was really hard to find like just white or undyed. Oh yeah. Like sock yarn that wasn't really sheepy because yeah. like normally I'd be fine with sheepy yarn. It's just that all my other yarns for the sweater are all like merino nylon or BFL nylon. So like a random sheepy yarn in the middle of it would have looked really out of place. Yeah. So yeah, I bought I bought that. And then and then I got my Operation Social Justice yarns. And then the last yarn that I got was mm-hmm. from Virtual Yorkshire Yarn Festival, mm-hmm. which is a skein of chromatic yarns, Gilmore's Glorious Goods. Which, oh, it's such a lush colour. I know. I've had my eye on it for ages. I love Gilmore. I love Critical Role. I love Hannah's yarn. Like, I just had to. I just had to. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was four months worth of yarn. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, which actually isn't as much as it looks well, like in the list. Ordinarily, we would have had Edinburgh Yard Festival yep. this time of year, so... It's not like it's an unexpected time for you to be buying yarn. Yeah. Honestly, like, like I could say, like, they really chose the right year not to run. Yeah. <laughs> like, because all like, the other yarn be festivals are now. Yeah. Around about now. Probably last yeah. weekend, just before the lockdown came in. That would have been a disaster. Oh, that would have been so stressful for everybody involved. And yeah, I would not wish trying to deal with that on anyone like obviously no. poor Yorkshire Yarn Fest ended up they ended up cancelling but they had the amazing virtual yarn fest just now yeah but I cannot imagine the amount of stress and stuff it was on the organizers on the vendors on everyone who was able to go so yeah, yeah. I mean this is this is the definition of unprecedented so yeah, no one could have seen this coming. It's just bad luck. Yeah, it's just bad luck. One year we had beast from the east. <laughs> yep. Like yeah. Oh man, like crazy times. But at least that's us all caught up on our spam and on and off the needles. <laughs> Hang on, you've not had my spam yet, missus. I thought we had. No, you oh, just no. had my Operation Social Justice. Oh, yeah, we had. Sorry. Sorry. I was trying to be organised. Sorry. I failed miserably, apparently. It's fine. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. <laughs> In terms of my spam, so pattern-wise, Pat, obviously. Thank you. Just in case you missed it the first time. Nitty Paladin. By the lovely Pip. By the hat. Just saying. <laughs> and I then... What else have I got? The other day I bought the... And I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this. It's, I think it's quiescence? Possibly quiescence? I don't know. Quiescence, um, yeah. Yeah. I get really confused on how to pronounce quiescent at the moment because it's like going back and forth to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> and living with a Canadian. So I'm kind of like, ah, q <laughs> I'm like, it's the keen. Uh, no. um, yeah, so quiescence by the awesome, awesome, awesome Maddie Harvey. There's this beautiful shawl. Asymmetrical triangle, slip stitches. I've been on an Andrea Maori kick. So I have just bought the throwover sweater mm-hmm. and the pink velvet sweater. 
Mm-hmm. I do not have any yarn in stash to knit either of these things. <laughs> <laughs> but I have them. There we go. Yeah. In terms of my yarn, so for my birthday, I have ordered the Mystery Yarn Club from Game of Crafting because it's Birds of Prey theme. I don't know what it'll be, but Birds of Prey is one of my favourite comics of all time. It is the reason I'm doing my PhD. And the movie, oh my god, was so good. So good. <laughs> not, to, not nothing to do with the arm, but there we are. And what else did I get? I've had several club schemes from Chromatic Yarn, Nitical Roll Club. I went yarn shopping, obviously, when we went to Canada the first time around at Christmas. And I got some Espastrico Grace yarn, as I said before. And what else did I get? Yeah, that was it. I had the slight shopping spree with Twisted Squirrel yarn. Mm-hmm. Etsy shop at the moment is currently closed. However, when she opens up again, you guys should definitely check a look because all of her yarn bases are beautiful. 10 out of 10 will knit with and shop from again. Probably in a different order. But I think that's is that everything I've got. I think that's everything. Like I've not really I didn't really get any yarn at Christmas. And that's about it really. Yeah. Oh, Phil's mum got me some Julia Celine Eno yarn Ooh. for my birthday. In the rose gold colourway. Nice. I love rose gold and rose gold is a neutral. Yes, totally. Just like leopard print. Just like leopard print. <laughs> and now we are all caught up on spam. Yeah. We don't really Which have anything the... else. To, we don't have anything else planned to talk about because we figured the lockdown insanity would uh, probably produce enough. <laughs> enough oh yeah, for content. sure. Like, I mean, in terms of where we've been for the past couple of months. Partly been my fault. (laughs) Not just. Not just. Like, on my end of things, we had a really ill family member followed by a death in the family. I'm not going to go into details because some stuff I don't really feel that I need to share, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But the long and the short of it is, like, Phil and I are fine, our families are fine. But... Christmas through to now's basically just been kind of stressful. Yeah. I've been working on thesis corrections. I've been doing job stuff. It's just been a lot. Yep. And then on like your end of things, Pip. I've had a baby to look after. You had a baby to look after. You are shaping the future generation. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had a baby to look after. It was dark all the time outside. Sam was working 40 hours a week plus commute. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, I was just busy, like, doing life things. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's just, you know, I'm still breastfeeding Mr. Moo, so that takes up a lot of my time. Plus, we introduce solid foods, which takes up even more of my time. And 
it's all just been it's all just been kind of tiring and like the problem is as well that we couldn't record without Sam there to look after Jay but Sam's shifts were weird and then Jay would still be in the room while we were recording because the com- my desktop computer is in the yeah. lounge so like whenever we were all free Sam wasn't free or Jay would be in a really bad mood or you know it didn't work timing wise with feedings so basically well, Sam would be free but I wouldn't be yeah so basically it was all just a bit mad really but yeah it's okay like we'll we'll figure it out as Jay starts to feed less mm-hmm. and eat more solids and things like once he like is walking and things Sam can take him out to the park it'll be much easier for us to kind of record but I mean we kind of knew it was going to be a bit all over the place oh yeah for sure anyway so like yeah it was an unexpected hiatus but I mean when is life ever what you expect it to be oh 100% so yeah and in terms of like what we're doing now that we're on lockdown still got gaming going on we've been using roll 20 so we've mm-hmm. still got tug still got yep. the new dragons yep sam's got new source books so he's really excited yeah. about that so he, we're doing new stuff like i mean as much as lockdown sucks right because i mean it sucks to have the choice taken away from you right absolutely but how many people have you heard saying i just want a, i just need a break from work i'm struggling i just want some time to be creative i just want like you know like i guess it's a i don't want to say it's a blessing in disguise because it's not it, it sucks what is going on but i think like if you just embrace it for what it is like you're gonna be stuck indoors for three weeks there's no point in fighting that yeah i think it's making the best of a bad situation yeah i mean Um, for me my life hasn't changed very much because i was working from home anyway mm -hmm. but as someone who's an extrovert like yeah like i mean i didn't go out all that much because it was a struggle to get out with mr by myself but like like i said i think the issue is the fact that you have the choice taken away from you Mm mm-hmm yeah. So, but like things like our Sunday night game, I used to really look forward to because it was every week it was something I could look forward to. I knew it was coming and I got to interact with some of my favorite people. And I am struggling with the fact that I am not allowed to have any like physical social contact with anyone outside of my own place, which is hard. But, you know, like I guess I'm trying to see the positives in that Sam is home. Yep. You know, Jay is, like I said, on the cusp of learning to crawl. And thank God I have help with that because it's things like oh, yeah. I put him down on his play mat, on his back, turn around to make lunch, and literally I'll turn right back around two seconds later and he's on his front trying to go somewhere. Or he's rolled over and got himself stuck under the sofa or whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, thank God I have help. <laughs> And Sam, oh, yeah. Sam is not going to get a chance to have three months off again with for a child. long time. 
Like, if they get home working set up for his job, which honestly, I'm absolutely like his job, as much as they're trying to pretend they're essential and making people go into the office, they are not an essential service at all. He's customer service for a car insurance company, a car yeah. insurance company that is almost entirely online self service. He does not need to be going into work. Like, they're not, it's ridiculous. But basically, as soon as they get home working set up, like he's going to be doing home working so that he can at least get paid. Mm. But at least for these few weeks, like we're kind of trying just to make the most of him being home. Yeah. Like, and like yeah. at least we can go out for our daily exercise. <laughs> I'm glad you can. <laughs> yeah. Day. I'm on day five of self isolation because someone's workplace sent him home with a really lovely cold. Yay. Dressing that neither of us have corona, we have checked. Yes. And also, it's a cold. He doesn't cold. he doesn't have the dry cough. He doesn't have the fever. He has a snotty nose. No. Right. Um so yeah, just just stressing that because <laughs> I do not want anyone to worry. <laughs> no. And I don't um, yeah, I don't think I need my mum to suddenly get the idea that I've got corona from the internet. No. <laughs> Like yeah, my mum, yeah. <laughs> my mum, yeah. the Christmas or not the Christmas. My mum won the Easter hamper from her work, so oh. she was like showing me all the stuff. She's literally got boxes and boxes and boxes of chocolate, and I was like, "Mum, you are set. You are set for quarantine." Like, Jealous. lucky, lucky. Yeah, I mean, we were really lucky because our next door neighbours are um, from Ireland. And just before they put in the lockdown, they kind of came to us and they're like, right, we're flying home tomorrow. Here's all the fresh fruit and veg from our fridge. Mm -hmm. Which was just, I cannot begin to tell you how kind and thoughtful that was. Yeah. Um, I mean, all we do is take in a couple of parcels from every now and again, like, no skin mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really kind of them to do that. So, although we had, like, some stuff in, it did, like, tide us over for the first like a couple of days which was really good yeah and i'm kind of glad i feel like so obviously those of you that aren't in the uk might not know what was going on in the uk but like we had about three solid weeks of panic buying where oh. you would go into this you go into the supermarket and like the shelves were bare no meat no toilet yeah. paper like no cans of anything like it was a nightmare like i used to go in and be like right what what can i make from this this is horrendous no tomatoes no peppers no fruit and veg like just stripped and it's ridiculous yeah. but i yeah, feel and to like be honest, go on i i feel like part of that was because there was so much uncertainty because our government did not pull their finger out our government like basically just went oh just wash your hands and sing happy birthday twice while you're doing it for weeks so no yeah. one knew no one knew what was going on and i feel like that's why people were panicking and apparently since the lockdown's gone into place it's got a lot better because people are like it's finally here it's not the end of the world like and they've already filled their freezers and they already have a mountain of toilet paper it's gonna last them for three years yeah you know? so i'm hoping that it's it's kind of got better but like oh my gosh it was mad on the one hand like i can appreciate what caused the panic mm -hmm. on the other if anyone listening is one of those assholes that bought 500 rolls of toilet paper and 
half the cartons of milk and you know just literally all the stuff that could have perhaps gone to people in greater need than you yeah or if you were perhaps one of the absolute dick bags who was in a pub right up to the end mm-hmm. stop listening to us because i don't want you here <laughs> frankly <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> But like, I think now that we know what's going on, it's kind of all settled into place. Like, it's just yeah. the uncertainty. No one knew what was happening, so it was just a bit mm-hmm. mad. But now that everyone knows what the rules are, we can kind of get on with it. If you see what I mean? Like, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I just wish that they'd put stuff in sooner because mm-hmm. that's too late. Yeah. But like, and um... at the same time, there's I'm kind of trying to practice the whole. There's nothing I can do to control any of this, so I'm not yeah. going to worry about it. Like, it's kind of interesting, like, as someone that had anxiety before this happened, like, I feel like it took me a long time after everyone else to even begin to be a bit worried about it because I was just kind of like, eh. I, I, I worry about worse things than this on yeah. a day-to-day basis. But, like, it is interesting like i've seen a lot apparently there's been a massive surge in people like learning how to knit and sew and stuff so much yeah yeah which is pretty class and like it's amazing seeing all of the stuff that's been going on online with like online choirs and people teaching each other things and fitness and all kinds of stuff it's great yeah like Oti Mabuse from Strictly has been doing like dance classes and Karen Howard has been doing like workout classes and stuff so I'm really thankful for those because it still means I get my workout in and mm-hmm. you know it's just so like it's as much as like I curse the people that were absolute idiots mm-hmm. you know I am really thankful for all the people that are being so generous and kind and it's really encouraging to see that mm-hmm. yeah and like I think they were saying like half a million people have signed up to help volunteer for like the NHS to do like non-ascent like to do like the running around for people and like giving people lifts and moving things around and stuff like half a million people that's incredible that's good and it's incredible but also if they pay the nhs staff that'd be nice yeah that is also true i feel like so our government was making a big deal about like non-skilled workers so like before this all kicked off it was like we don't want care workers we don't want nurses they don't make enough for them to be considered skilled blah 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 and it's like we don't want delivery workers or farm workers or whatever and like you know most of us were like that's absolute bullshit they're not low Mm -hmm. no skilled whatever but like this is really shown in focus who we rely on day to day all of the health workers all of the supermarket staff all of the delivery workers all of the care workers like all the cleaners farm workers and the cleaners and everything like they are like they are the backbone of our society and they are incredible Mm -hmm. like and I don't think that the politicians are going to be able to go right back to demonising them. Yeah, well, I mean, let's face it. It's not like people like Bojo the Clown or that flipping what's-it-coloured freak in the US or, you know, Richard Branson or whatever else have shown themselves as, you know, that useful. Yeah, it's like, oh, why do we need billionaires again? 
<laughs> this has got a very like political this, this has got political and I feel like it's probably gonna wind up getting cut but I think you and I needed a rant so you know yeah like but I, I guess what I was trying to say is like I'm trying to focus on the positive things yeah like yeah obviously I feel like you and me our lives haven't changed that much but yeah making the best of a bad situation and focusing on the small things like you can wash your hands you can make sure that you don't go out like it'll you know all day every day and like hang around in the supermarket coughing all over other people or like touching all the fresh produce or whatever mm-hmm. you know you can make sure that you you know the is it two meters away from someone else yeah you know. and like for someone that doesn't know what two meters is the best way to do it is two meters is the size of an average is the height of an average door mm-hmm. like if someone ever says something in meters and I'm like, can't visualize, like, so if someone says 16 meters, I can't necessarily visualize 16, but I can think, oh, that's eight doors. You know? Yeah. That's always a good trip, tick. So stay a door length away from someone. Yep. You know? Um, but like, I feel like at the end of all of this, our society is going to be a lot more caring and a lot more empathetic. I really hope so. And compassionate. Really- um it's just strange times like 2020 has just been like so there was what there's like to january something happened in january brexit that was what it was it's like brexit in january god i never thought i'd miss brexit brexit in january floods in february coronavirus in march like yeah ast- you know what asteroid in april like there's an asteroid passing past earth in april like you know what like I saw this like meme on Facebook and it was like, oh, I've lived through so like you know I was a kid. I was thinking, about, oh, wouldn't it be really cool if I wound up in history books? Well, <laughs> but then do you know what? Everyone lives through yeah. big things. Like our parents were terrified of nuclear war. I know, but like, like, how much have we had in like? We're not even thirty yet, Pip, and this is all the stuff we've had. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's like twenty twenty. I was like twenty twenty is going to be amazing because. Jay's gonna turn one, me and Sam are gonna turn 30, it's gonna be our fifth wedding anniversary. And now I'm just like, oh no. I know, right? I was kind of like, oh, you know, 2020, I'm gonna graduate for the third time. You know, I'm gonna be planning a wedding, I'll probably get a full-time job. Phil and I'll have our fifth anniversary. Oh, sweet, naive little basket of fruits Hmm. here. No. But then, like, we're, I feel like we're all socialising so much more now because we've all, all got, like, Zoom meetings and all this kind of stuff, like... Yeah, like, we've got our friendship group having, like, coffee morning on Saturdays. Yep. It's and stuff nice. like that. Legit can't wait to see people in person, though. Yeah. Hugs. Hugs. I will never take hugs for granted again, ever. Well, it... My... Not quite sister, but might as well because we share the same birthday, Zoe. Like, we lived together for so long. We are so codependent. <laughs> we are so, so codependent. I cannot begin to stress how painful being separated <laughs> from my surrogate sister, come best friend, come mother, come, as I've recently discovered, grandmother. <laughs> is really hard. And to explain the grandma thing, like, basically, I go around to her and her husband's house. And it's like being at grandma's. You get given all the sweets and chocolate, you get all the toys, and you get sent back home, like, completely hooked up on sugar and talking absolute nonsense. 
So I've been separated from that and it really, really pains me. I miss my grandma sister. <laughs> oh, I think we're starting to get a little bit hysterical now and we've been recording for like over an hour at this point. I yeah. Think. So Yeah, I mean we should probably cut out the political stuff, but like to round things off. We are gonna try and record more. Mm-hmm. We are going to possibly attempt a live or two. Mm-hmm. And we hope, every, we basically hope everyone is keeping well, keeping safe. Yep. Stay safe. and moisturizing your hands. Yep. We love you guys. Keep in touch. And we'll all get through this. We'll Absolutely. get through it together. And we will either have lots of crazy new crafting stuff or not. Do not feel under pressure. You do not have to come out of this having written King Lear or, you know, knitted an heirloom shawl. Like, don't, like, you just do yeah, what you do day to day. Pack. Just do what you yeah. need to do day to day to get through it and we'll all come out this the other end and there'll be a giant party and we'll all give each other lots and lots of hugs. But in the meantime, you do you and wash your hands. Yeah. We love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tips and Nits podcast. You can find the show notes at tipsynets.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at tipsynets. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube as the Tipsy Nets podcast. And if you'd like to, we do have a coffee page and you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsynetspodcast. podcast.